The antidote. 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 Y estás escuchando the antidote. The antidote. The antidote. The antidote. The antidote. You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck.
I'm Dave Hawkins, and this is The Antidote. If you've never heard the Swedish band Darkwater, our opening song, A New Beginning, is a perfect introduction to their sound. The song comes from Darkwater's about-to-be-released album, Human. I first heard news about this release years ago, but it never materialized. Now, after a nine-year wait, it's finally here. And you know what? It was worth that wait. Human is a perfect album. I got in touch with Marcus Sigurdsson, guitarist for Darkwater, about coming to The Antidote to share about the band's past music and the nature of the Human album. Here it comes. It's great to have Marcus Sigfordson of Darkwater here on The Antidote. Thanks for coming, Marcus. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Marcus, you're the guitarist for Darkwater. Can you tell us about the other band members? Yeah, sure. Uh, Henrik, the vocalist, and uh, Tobias on drums, and Magnus on keyboards. We're all from the, from the same town called Borås in Sweden. And uh, we've known each other for like 20 years something <laughs> and i and i i known to be us for even longer than that so we met a long time ago and been playing on and off since then we had a another band called harmony first which uh, was basically founded by me and tobias the drummer and uh, we had uh, magnus and uh, henrik as guests basically on uh, in harmony and then we decided to start Dark Quarter as a, since we wanted to play another kind of music, more progressive metal. And that's the foundation of uh, Dark Quarter. Is this saying that you all have split personalities? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. No, I guess we, we had some, like Harmony, the, the other band was uh, basically more European melodic metal. And we wanted to try something different. Uh, so... We had to make another band, basically. <laughs> what about the name Dark Water? How did the name come about? Wow. <laughs> if I remember. Um, we started in 2001, I think. And uh, we were struggling with coming up with a name. So we had so many ideas. And uh, what made us choose Dark Water, I, I, I'm not sure. We had like maybe 20 different names to choose from, and we thought that was the name that sounded the best. I'm sorry I don't have a, an, an exciting story to tell you about the name, but <laughs> but that's how it is. Maybe uh, the only thing I can say is that we, we thought it would reflect our music, uh, the feeling of the name, you know. And you feel that the music of Darkwater is dark? No, more perhaps more... Uh, Maybe, maybe we wanted to sound darker than we did. I don't know. But uh, maybe some mystery to it. Something like that. Like <laughs> we're in deep waters. <laughs> something. I don't know. Maybe it's just because you've gotten in over your head by having two different bands. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> and, you know, being in two bands, that would mess me up. I mean, have you ever woken up in the morning of a show and forgotten which band you were actually playing with? <laughs> No, <laughs> not really. Um, I mean, in harmony, I and uh, the drummer, to be honest, we wrote all the music and all the lyrics. And in Darkwater, me, Henrik, and Magnus write everything together. So I, I would be the one who would be confused uh, in that sense. But uh, no, I, I don't have a uh, problem with it. Being in different bands has to explain the long gaps between albums. 
Darkwater's debut, Calling the Earth to Witness, was in 2007. Then 2010 was the follow-up album, Where Stories End. So now here we are now, it's nine years later. And I'd have thought with that kind of a time difference, it could be easy for a band to actually lose focus. Yeah, maybe we lost focus. I mean, it's been a long time, and uh, uh, the other guys in the band and... We've had uh, different uh, things to to spend t- time on in our lives. They, some of the members have families and houses and everything like that. So it's kind of sad that, that it has been so long uh, since our last album. Um, I, I myself have released um, at least two other albums in that time. And Henrik has had some, side, uh, some uh, guest performances on some albums, I know. And Tobias has been playing in some other bands as well but wow. uh, yeah so the songs are written uh, like since 2010 and all the way up to 2015 and then we have been working on the songs arrangements and stuff like that very heavily this time what about if i take you back to dark water's debut calling the earth to witness yeah the longest song on the album tallest tree is one of my favorites the song chorus says, good things come to those who take them. Nothing's left for those who are waiting. Has there been a time in your life where you've regretted not stepping out of your comfort zone? Yeah, of course. I don't know if I want to bring up an example, but I think that's, uh, that's true for, for most of us. Maybe, maybe one could be lazy or one could be like just too comfortable, you know. We've had some uh, opportunities to play, for example, Russia and India that we never really did take. <laughs> and things like that I, I could regret, regret, of course. You could always work harder, I, I think. Then uh, time passes by and you feel like, oh, we should have done more. But uh, now we're here and we have a new album out, so <laughs> let's just go. <laughs>
feel it getting colder, closer day by day now. And you'd be frozen stiff if you were on your own. But this time I got it. talk with Marcus was fairly short compared to many of the interviews that I have. And tonight I won't even be able to bring in much music because Darkwater has long songs, like the 10-minute plus Tallest Tree. Next up, Marcus speaks about playing shows and the band's music style. Has touring been a regular thing for Darkwater? I know that you did tour the States oh, quite a number of years ago. Yeah, well, I wouldn't call it touring, but we've had uh, uh, played at progressive festivals. Uh, one in, uh, I think, 2008 or nine in San Francisco, a festival called Bar Fest. And then it was 2011 uh, Power Atlanta. Uh, that's the two times we have been in the US. And we've played the uh, same year, we played uh, Prog Power Europe, I think. So if we're playing out, you know, in, in the world, it's uh, it's not touring, but it's like festivals that we are invited to. Since uh, it's uh, progressive metal, it's kind of a small genre. Mm-hmm. That's that's how it turns out. 
Is doing live shows important to the band? I mean, some artists really just prefer to spend their time in the studio recording and then just spread it out to the world that way, but really aren't as yeah. comfortable doing a live show. Yeah, I think we're a, we are a little bit different there on in the band. Uh, I myself, my biggest thing is the you know the songwriting and the recording and uh, the whole creative process. That's that's what I feel is my my thing, <laughs> the creative process. Uh, of course, I really fun to play live and and meet the the audience, you know, and the fans and so forth. And I know the drummer; his thing is absolutely to play live. That's what he loves the most. So. <laughs> But, you know, we all uh, like the both, both uh, those things. That's how it is. <laughs> you spoke a moment ago about Darkwater having that progressive metal style. But when you go online, you'll also see your band being described as also being melodic power metal. I mean, I oh, guess really? really, it's a bit of a touch of both. Yeah. So what about for you? What do you think dominates? I would say uh, metal with... I don't know if we are really a progressive metal band. We have some progressive elements, you know, and influences. And uh, our strength is the melodies, I think. Kind of heavy melodic metal with progressive and some symphonic uh, influences. <laughs> That's how, how, how I describe it to people who, who ask, you know. It works for me. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's good. Well, with your style, Darkwater has also been compared to bands like Dream Theater, Evergrey and Symphony X. But of course, every band wants to stand on its own merit. Yeah. Does that ever make for any regrets being compared to those other bands? If, if we are compared to, to those bands, I mean, fine. If people think so, I, I don't think we're at, at the level of uh, Symphony X and Dream, Dream Theater. Uh, you know, as musicians, because they are like, they're up there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I think Evergrey makes more sense. I think because they're they're not that progressive, there either. So and they're obviously great musicians, but um, I think we have maybe the same uh, amount of progressive style to our music. Maybe they're 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 a bit harder, whilst we are a bit more melodic. Right. But it's I mean I I can buy the comparison between those bands. Your second release was Where Stories End. And yeah. the, the closing song of that album, Walls of Deception, was written by you, Marcus. Part of the lyrics yeah. say, you said you brought the solution. To us, I cannot recall it. You go wherever they lead you, too weak to resist their ordain. I think most people are more comfortable following instead of leading. Do you think that's a problem with our society? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> In all uh, parts of life, I think... Maybe as a, again, like stepping out of your comfort zone and really say what you what you want to say and do what you want to do with your life, instead of just to be like a sheep that follows a leader, you know. And I also think that people who have these great ideas are most uh, often people who should be leaders, but maybe not, they don't dare to be leaders. And also, I think people that become leaders often are people that should not be leaders. Because, you know, maybe may in search of power and so on, you know. I, I, think, I think that's the problem. I think everyone would acknowledge that. But. What about for you then, Marcus? Are you a leader? Uh, um, and don't just be polite. Tell us what you think. No, <laughs> I can step up if it's needed, I think. But I'm, I'm not a leader in that sense. Maybe I should be. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't say I'm a leader. 
I'm Marcus Sigvidsson and you're listening to the music of Darkwater on The Antidote.
You just heard Walls of Deception from Darkwater's 2010 album, Where Stories End. I already mentioned about the long wait for their about-to-be-released album, Human. That comes out on this part of my chat with Marcus. Why don't we talk about the new album? Yeah. Darkwater's new release, Human, comes out March 1st. Maybe I'm wrong with this, but I find that much of the album carries a theme of people having their eyes opened and finding the truth. Do I have that right? Yeah, I think so. At least for some uh, some songs, at least for the lyrics that, I, that I've written, a lot uh, about you know finding what's true, and if you know the truth, you should speak the truth. You know, I can't speak for the lyrics that I have not written on the album, but uh, yeah, for the lyrics I, I have written, that's that's true. That's obviously where it's going to be a difficult thing with the songwriting for human when you've got different songwriters bringing yeah. in their own different perspectives. Yeah. What was the songwriting process like? For Human, uh, I came with three basic ideas, and Magnus had three basic ideas, and Henrik had three basic ideas. And then we take the songs to our rehearsal uh, room, and we start working on them, and we start to change a lot of things and come up with new ideas and new arrangements, and we move parts around and uh, really work hard on the songs and the arrangement. Um, so we're, we're all involved in each other's uh, ideas. And I, I, I think that's uh, a strength for our band, that we can work together and we have our own ideas that we uh, work together on. And that makes for a, a good and varied uh, end result. I realize that Darkwater isn't a Christian band, but it does have some Christian band members. So it has me wondering if that theme comment I brought out earlier comes as a product of your faith. Yeah, I, I consider myself like a kind of a deep thinker. I, I, I think a lot and reflect a lot on things in my life. Um, so yeah, I... I consider myself like in search of truth <laughs> in, in most uh, things in life. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't consider myself uh, maybe a Christian in the traditional way. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a churchgoer in that sense. I, I used to be. I used to be. I, I was brought up uh, in that uh, tradition, but uh, I'm more uh, like sounds weird to say open-minded now. But uh, I. I'm certainly more um, skeptical about things, religion and, and things. <laughs> Maybe you're just yeah. more progressive in your faith, just like your music is. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. The first song I heard from Human was the single, Alive Part 2. I mean, what yeah. a gorgeous track. Oh, thank you. Part of the chorus says, You only have one life, never take for granted what you've got and what you're given. What about yeah. on a personal level? What's been the greatest thing that you've been given, Marcus? In my life, my family, I think. Uh, although I, I don't have my own family uh, yet. And my family and friends, and uh, that's something you take for granted when you have it. It's something I really appreciate now. And, of course, the ability to work with music at a decent level, <laughs> I think.
There was the first single off Human, a live part two from Darkwater. There's more to come from my visit with Marcus, but I want to tell you the plan for the next episode of The Antidote. I'm going to keep this show on the far side of the Atlantic as I meet with Hal St. John of Oberfuse. The band brings in synth-pop music style that I don't often cover on The Antidote, but the music of London, England's Oberfuse has depth. Be sure to tune in next week because you're going to love this band. Let's head back to Darkwater and my conversation with Marcus 
And to finish off the antidote, we'll hear Light of Dawn, a brilliant song from Human. See you next time. Before we were doing this formal interview, you'd mentioned that your creativity isn't just with the music itself. No, I, uh, I work as an uh, art director at an uh, advertising bureau. I think it's called in English. Um, so I, I've always been like creative in, uh, I've made a lot of cover art for bands and so on. That's important to me as well, to be, and be creative as much as possible with my time. That's something I, I really need to, <laughs> to keep myself together, you know. It's an important part of my life, being creative. Do you find there's a similarity between the creativity you have in art and with the music? Do the two connect? Um, yeah, absolutely. It's like, if I work with, with music, I have like, an, it's almost like I have images in my mind, you know. What I what I want the song the songs to look like, you know, and also I could be very inspired by artwork to create music. So it, it makes sense to me that's connected in in a way. Well, the creativity can run long too because Human is a long album, an hour and a quarter for the ten tracks. Yeah, I've asked this question of other artists: Is a story better told when it's done in a long format? Maybe. Um, I don't know why, why our songs always turn out uh, that long. I think the shortest track is uh, like the intro track, like 6.20 or something. And the longest track is 11.30 or something. I think uh, the songs turn out long because we want to incorporate so many ideas into the songs. And we just uh, hope that they, they don't turn out repetitive. What do you say? Repetitive. <laughs> maybe that happens but you know that's why that's why they're so long Light of Dawn is the closing song of Human yeah. it gives a positive message when it says I will fly into the light of dawn leave where I hide try to find a way to break this cage time to emerge so much of Human has the listener questioning the purpose in life so Light of Dawn was designed to inspire uh, I think so. Uh, so. That's what you make of the lyrics. Uh, Magnus wrote the lyrics for that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and you're right about the questions, uh, you know, in life, you know. The whole album is about uh, taking your uh, opportunities in life and make something good of them. Because we, we can't be sure if this is the only life we have, you know, even though we hope that, that there's more. Well, I'm going to be hoping that there's more too, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to promise me that it won't be another nine years before the next oh. Darkwater album. <laughs> yeah, I, I, this time I this time I can promise because you know that that's what uh, people always say between the records. You have to promise that it doesn't take four years time, and then it took five years, and, and now it took nine years. <laughs> so now I can promise that. <laughs> The album isn't out just yet, but what do you think people are going to say about the album? I, I think if we talk about uh, fans that have uh, heard our previous albums, I think they will find that it's a mixture of our first two albums, but uh, that we have evolved a lot. That's what I think and uh, hope that they will say. I've been listening to your band for quite a long time, and this, I would yeah. say, is your best album. For sure. Yeah. Thank you. 
The Antidote has been speaking with Marcus Sigfridson of Darkwater. Thanks so much for coming for a talk, and congrats on really an incredible release. Thank you so much. It was uh, nice talking to you.